Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Philosophy Corner with me, Maya TC, and Daniel Michaelini. Uh, welcome to the show, Daniel. How are you? I'm, I'm okay, thank you. I'm still recovering, but okay. Yeah. My wife has COVID, so I'm in a different a different place, I'm afraid, from normal. Yeah, I heard that. Of, of course, um, hopefully she's better. But of course, you, you got other conditions, so you have to make sure that you're Precisely, temporarily yeah. shielding yourself, at least, because you, know, you don't want to get us. COVID at the moment, unfortunately. <laughs> it's just not worth it. Also, we want you back in the country soon, so try yes. to get stuck in America. Um, <laughs> um, no worse of fate, though, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, you're, you're in the US, and uh, yep. there's a lot of stuff happening in, well, across the world, but uh, one specific issue that's still going on, and it's actually escalating, and uh, Whoopi Goldberg uh, became mm. uh, the center of attention in the last week. Um, so tell us exactly what's kind of going on and also what's the reaction with all the, the comments that she made uh, in America um, what's the kind of norm in terms of the consensus in America mm. yeah I mean Whoopi Goldberg a name that is in of itself cultural appropriation if we want to use that language um, <laughs> of course um, yeah so <clears throat> Whoopi made comments on a television program called The View which for, for those that are unfamiliar, if, you, if you've managed to avoid that cesspit of pseudo opinion, then uh, it's sort of similar to loose women, just even more dire. Or worse, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, she, she made a comment on there, basically saying that the Holocaust wasn't mm. about race. Mm. Uh, the Jews aren't a race, they're, <laughs> they're white people. Um, and the, the, the Holocaust was about man's uh, in, inhumanity to man. And she then went on um, one of these late night shows. I, I can't quite remember which one it was now. But she went to one of these late night shows to apologize and sort of ended up doubling down wow. by saying um, the Holocaust was about white people fighting white people. Now, I, I don't know if she's ever done any research in the Holocaust but but it wasn't it wasn't a fight between two groups of people. That's that's for sure. <laughs> not result, all Jews were white. You had Moroccan Jews, and they were very black or like right. dark. <laughs> what a weirdo! Right, and as a result, she's been suspended from the View for two weeks, um, and she's sort of threatening to leave now as a result of this suspension. And some of her co-hosts are threatening to leave, and uh, it's just become an absolute shambles. Yeah, I think um, the backlash uh, that we are seeing now is is essentially the complacency of uh, people like her and many others who still don't really take it seriously because, you know, only a couple of months ago we had the issue in, on, in central London, uh, Oxford Street with the bus, uh, mm. uh, you know, a gr group of weirdos that were just like basically, if they had the chance, if the bus was like the door was open, they would have gone in and done something really bad. Yeah. That, yeah. And, uh, of course, we also had some issues, because uh, you're going to bring up another example uh, when it comes to football, in English football, right? Uh, yeah, so today Tottenham Hotspurs, well, the day that we're filming this, um, Tottenham Hotspurs have announced that they find it unacceptable to use a term that they've historically used, which they're now terming the Y word, mm. um, that uh, has historically been used by fans, but is, is also a racial slur towards yep. Jewish people. And they're now forbidding it on official merchandise, which seems absurd that, that it's that they seem, are they suggesting it's been on official merchandise up until now? I mean, would you call, would you have flags with your, your football club saying the N army, you know, with the, with the word? Yeah. Um, of course not. And this is the whole point of this whole thing. You know, I mean, the CST report obviously has also come out today yep. saying that last year 
anti-Semitic attacks were at the highest since their records began in, wow. I believe, 1984. Um, and, and the whole thing, the whole issue is the same. Look, Whoopi Goldberg, um, Tottenham Hotspurs, this is not an issue, in my mind, at least, of freedom of speech. This is an issue of consistency, uh, because we would all prefer to live in a world, well, you and I would prefer to live in a world, and I think most of your viewers probably would, where we can say what we want, no matter how offensive it is, as long as it you know, doesn't breach certain well, yeah. things, personal attack, and they said, anyway, anyway um, personal harassment, not attack. Um, but Whoopi Goldberg, if, if somebody said something similar about uh, black people or Asian people or Native Americans or whatever the, you know, whatever the case may be, would expect a much harsher punishment than a two-week uh, suspension. Yeah. And so she should get a much harsher punishment than a two-week suspension. This is not a free speech issue. This no. is a consistency issue. And David Baddiel has done a great deal in highlighting this. David Baddiel, for those of your uh, viewers that, that are not familiar with him, is a very good comedian, very very funny comedian who wrote uh, with Frank Skinner, wrote the, the Four Lions anthem, the English football anthem, and has written a book called Jews Don't Count, mm. which is specifically about this issue of um, anti-Semitism mm. being disregarded as, as a form of racism when it's it's certainly on the rise. And, and the point he's always made is uh, and particularly makes in reference to the Whoopi Goldberg mm. incident is because she says, well, Jews aren't a race, they're a religious group. And he has said, well, I'm an atheist. Um, so if anti-Semitism is directed towards me, what is it? Yeah. And likewise, I would say, you know, I practice Christianity, but I have anti-Semitism directed towards me. So so what is that? If it's not racism, yeah. um, what I is think, it? I think one, one thing to add is, uh, and, you know, when I first got involved in politics and, and, and I was hearing it from a, um, a lot of people, well, politically incorrect, but also basically anti-Semites who are saying, uh, on the one hand, well, we love free speech and, you know, we, we should be able to kind of... Uh, um, be able to say whatever and you know any jokes or whatever i'm like yeah fair enough and then they said um that there's one side what they call them you know the the well, normal people who want to protect the and everybody including the jewish community they say well they, they don't believe in free speech because we're not allowed to make jokes about jewish people uh but so they claim to believe in free speech but they don't let us like say whatever we want like actually it took a while to actually obviously for everybody to understand that's not why we say don't make comments against Jews. It's not because of some sort of snowflakey anti-free mm. speech thing. It's because um, it's happened in the past. If you create the trend and if it continues uh, being complacent and complicit, then it's not just going to be a group of people shouting at a bus. It's going to continue. It's going to escalate and it's going to get to, a, again, not to exaggerate to say it's going to be like, again, 1940s in, in, in Germany. But <clears throat> it will be uh, the discrimination against you know that group or any other group will become normalized. And that's the problem. Absolutely. I mean, last year, um, you know, when I grew up, I was more noticeably Jewish than I am now um, in the way in which I dressed and, and things like that. Yeah. And I haven't experienced anti-Semitism um, in person, you know, online, whatever, but in person for, for a very long time. And yet last year I experienced two in incidents of anti-Semitism in Oxford, which is, you know, supposed to be sort of a home of liberal culture. Um, and so it's definitely on the rise. Yeah. Um, we, we've seen a marked increase. You know, every time we all know this, every time the Israeli-Palestinian conflict heats up, anti-Semitism in the UK heats up. We, you know, this is a, a noted trend. But people like Amnesty International, for example, that have written this um, 
uh, biased, I think, is an understatement report accusing um, Israel of anti uh, of apartheid, sorry, yeah. and it put up posters in central London with the definition of the word apartheid. Uh, this will create more and more of these problems. You know, let's let's be clear. Israel is a country where they've had a prime minister ousted by a Palestinian born high court judge. Mm. The IDF has been run by a Palestinian born general. Mm. Miss Israel for three years in a row was a Palestinian born. That's not apartheid. You know, compare that with South African apartheid. Yeah. Um, you know, which was effectively institutionalized um, servitude of one one race to another. That's not the case at all in Israel. Anyone that's been to Israel cannot for a moment think um, that it's an apartheid state. I mean, yeah. there was a, there was an incident recently, of course, where, where a hate preacher in Palestine um, or the Palestinian territories was, you know, preaching against Israel. And he said something that Hamas and Hezbollah uh, deemed inappropriate and they put a, a fatwa out on his head right and where did he run to he ran to israel yeah but where of course he was protected by the israeli defense forces and is still alive today walking the streets freely as a practicing imam who has preached hate against israel now one of the major parties in the knesset the version of the parliament in israel is opposed to the existence of israel can you imagine um, no. that in any other country i mean call it an apartheid state is just yeah. willfully ignorant it's just uh, also simplifying things uh, in a very raw bad way because it's intellectual laziness uh, same reason that uh, if you know certain type of uh, brexiteers were calling the eu uh, the new nazi germany kind of like it, that's exaggeration because you know if, if if actual hitlerism will happen it, it, then we'll be complacent just like actually the other one is uh, with trump they said he's the new hitler uh, you can't call everybody fascist and everybody hitler and everybody apartheid because yeah. when the real one happens then you'll see and uh, you, you can't just simplify everything or like Boris Johnson doing a lockdown and it was annoying but then they say oh it's basically like Soviet Union I'm like <clears throat> not the same <laughs> this, this is a huge problem and it's an issue both on the left and the right yeah. we've seen it with anti-vaxxers yeah and um, we saw it again as you say with Trump and, yeah. and various I remember years ago well no, not years ago sorry a few years ago sitting on a train in London reading one of the free newspapers that's uh, handed out you've got a choice of two guess which one anyway um and it said this 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 european leader is basically hitler and i as a jew thought does that mean i support them or not and that's the craziest situation we got to because they called hitler uh, sorry apologies they called donald trump <laughs> they, they uh, called hitler, hitler trump <laughs> or it is, but uh, they called donald trump yep. hitler they called boris johnson hitler oh, no. you know these are people who vast majorities of the population support or, or a majority at least at one point because they were elected um and and you and it just it, it devalues yeah. the yes. seriousness of what Hitler did, and the anti-vaxxers are doing the same. And uh, you know, people on people on every side of the political spectrum have done the same. When you equate your experience to that of the Jews in the 1930s and 40s in Germany, you hugely denigrate the experience that they went through. And it's 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 worrying that this trend is continuing. And but I know why it happens because um, again, everyone, every tribe does it to the other side because it's it's the best way to bring down the the credibility of the mm. group that they're attacking so that it will become easier to target them. For example, it's the same we're doing with politicians. When certain people who basically been completely disrespectful to the concept of politician, even if a, a local MP is a very good local MP, uh, but there's no respect. 
So you were all basically uh, kind of basically disgusting animals. You're just greedy. Uh, every single person who has a business, you're all as bad as each other. Every Jewish person is the cause of all the problems. Every when you do that, then it will become normalized uh, when something goes wrong to bring them down and then to blame them for everything that's happened. And this is a big problem because we are having this issue with you know the, the way the public see politicians because uh, i'm not my problem with the whole thing in westminster is the the, the system in uh, westminster the politics of it uh, but there are you know a few good local mps who are just trying to do a good job but uh, if they walk around if people recognize them you know they'll be shouted at and they'll be you know, it's, it, because there is no mm. more you know kind of a status in that sense there's no respect anymore uh, for absolutely in the position absolutely and it's it's worrying to see this this rise, this trend. And as so many people have pointed out, the woke elite, the, the you know, the, the, the white people that yeah. spend their entire times trying to find racism against black people uh, don't care about the Jews. And the reason they don't care about the Jews is because some of us look white. You know, if you want, you know, I don't want to racialize this because I don't think it's helpful. You know, there's there's a human race and that's sort of it. And we should probably leave the terms of race anyway. But leaving that aside. Yeah, yeah. Jewish people, a lot of us, particularly in Europe, look white. Yeah. Um, first of all. Secondly, we are wrongly, uh, I may add, associated with wealth and power. Yeah. And so we're not viewed as victims in the same way that people that are associated. But I think with that's because of that. The second reason, I think because the Jews, uh, despite everything that's happened, actually never mm. categorize themselves in the victimhood kind of group. Well, yeah. the, this this is the thing, and education is prized in the Jewish community, and that's why uh, Jews have um, tended to to bring themselves out yeah. of ghettos and poverty. Out of survival instincts, actually, self defense. Well, fact, this fact this is the thing because <laughs> because anti-Semitism actually is is racism. But the reason I think a lot of people um, who are historically aware are more cautious of anti-Semitism than other forms of racism. You know, you mentioned people saying, oh, we can't make jokes about Jews. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. The problem is anti-Semitism has always been unique in history. Mm. And this is not a controversial point, you know, get, get a history book. Um, anti-Semitism has not been about slavery or subjugation. It's been about extermination and annihilation of entire race of people. Yeah. You know, mo most people don't understand the scope of this. You know, the, the Islamic um, revolutions across the Middle East, the, the Russian pogroms, the Nazis, of course, even the English, even the English, we, we invented the concentration camp for the Jews, the English. We, you know, we, we don't like to think about this, but we did. There was a point in history where the population of Ashkenazi Jewish people, and this was only a few hundred years ago, got down to 250 uh, to 360 people, not thousand mm. people through uh, dis through annihilation attempts. Yeah. The reason anti-Semitism is somewhat of a hot hot topic issue is because it has been unique in history. The Jewish people have been, um, no matter what anyone wants to say, the Jewish people have been more persecuted than any other um, nation in, in history. And the, the persecution has always been with the aim of uh, genocide and not just slavery and subjugation. Yeah. I, I, where do you see all this going right now, the, the reaction, um, especially after Whoopi and uh, kind of now we've got the Tottenham stuff going on. Mm. Um, is anything going to change, at least the media and everything else? It's difficult. Um, I, I am, I'm pleased with the, I mean, I, I, you know, I hate celebrity culture like you do, mm. but whether or not we like it, they, they guide public opinion. 
So I'm pleased with the amount of celebrities that are responding positively to David Baddiel's book, Jews Don't Count. And I recommend you mm. you give that a read. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's targeted again. It's targeted to liberal woke people, yeah. not necessarily to people like us. Um, but it's basically saying, hey, don't 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 forget us, you know, yeah. um, in, in your woke crusade. And I would prefer that nobody, you know, nobody's protected. None of us are given victim status. Anyone can. Yeah. And say what they want within acceptable bounds, um, you know. But if we're going to have a society that um, uh, that cancels uh, racist behaviour, and there's an argument to be made for doing that, I I think it's flawed. But there is an argument to be made for doing that, um, or that that um, that sort of ostracises um, racists, and again. Well, ostracism, I think, I think is is demonstrably a good idea. But anyway, that's obviously a personal opinion. Ostracism is done yeah. on a personal basis. But if we're going to going to do that, sorry, um, we need to have um, a uniform playing field. We need to have um, consistency. In the same way, if a black person comes out and says um, white people should all be killed, yeah, that, that's racism too. You know, let's not forget that it's not just Jews. Yeah. Um, white people can can be subject to racism um is we we don't think of it again in the west because white people are associated with historic power yeah but uh you go to some places in the world and that's certainly not the case no. um uh, but you know if if we if we have one rule for one yeah. it has to be uh, the same for everyone that's true well it, it is a good point i mean that we've talked about uh, the racism as a definition which is apparently changing and uh, you can actually target white people but I understand in a weird way. I know it's wrong, but I understand where the the hard left liberal woke side come from. Why why they try not to make the the, the, the attack attacking white people? Oh sure, because sure. I, I mean because of this, you know, the historic kind of relation to power and all that. But they don't realize that things have changed, and you know, the majority of like poor people are actually white. So in, in, especially in this country, I mean, if you want to, you know, if you want a scholarly sort of um, survey of this, you know, there's a book called uh, what is it? Um, race and intellectuals by Thomas Sowell, I think his Thomas name is. Thomas Sowell, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, and he he looks at the parallels between poor African American communities and poor white working class communities in Britain and, and Scotland. Um, and it, it's it's it is certainly parallel. Um, but you're right. You know, there, there, I can I can understand why there's a there's an avoidance to to look at racism with those historically associated with power. But we used to differentiate, of course, between um, racism and racialism. And this is going yeah. back away. You know, racialism was always um, uh, racism plus power. Yeah. You know, racism plus the ability to enforce it. And and racism has now changed to be yeah. racism plus power. Of course, though, they say, well, all white people have power, which I, you know, if, if you have a if you have a white taxi driver driving Barack Obama around, who has more power? <laughs> Well, we know Barack Obama has more power in that situation. Yeah, the white taxi driver doesn't. You know, he can be as racist as he wants. He doesn't have any power to yeah. to, to to act upon it in a, in a macro level. That's quite interesting. Yeah, I mean, but no, nobody actually. No, also, but if you want to say this in a debate with someone like on the other side, they're not even going to listen to it. But uh, well, we are here to have these conversations at least on this channel, and also tomorrow, guys. Unfortunately, Daniel's not in the UK, but we are going to be in Manchester. With, uh, Peter Barnes. It's Very sorry, I can't join you guys. I, I would love to love to come out and join you again. Well, we, we're going to continue the tour. So when you come back, we're going to go around. So that'll be fun to do. Uh, but yeah, so if those of you who bought the tickets, uh, Manchester, hopefully we'll see you guys there. If you 
Uh, I think I'm going to release like five to ten new tickets because uh, they have a lot of emails I've received. I'm going to have to like basically convince the, the manager of the venue to be like just, just you know, a couple of people. So uh, just stay tuned. I'm going to release some more tickets and I'll announce it on YouTube as well. So thanks again for watching. Thanks, uh, Daniel, for coming on the show again. I'm my TCM. We'll see you guys in the next video.